What's up, everybody? It is officially the year 2022. How about that? We made it through 2020. We made it through 2021. And here we are in 22. Hoping for a great year. I got a good feeling about this one. Hope you guys are starting off your year with a bang. Hope you guys had a great New Year's. Hope for good things to come. Get your resolutions going. Get some goals started. And let's have a great 2022. Let's get this one going, huh? It's episode 82 of Life Cigar. Welcome back to Life's a Garden, the very first episode of the brand new year. We're rocking the shades today because fuck it, that's why. New year, new me. New year, new day. We got new vibes in here. We're starting off this year hot, even though it's freezing cold outside. Yeah. Did you guys enjoy that? Kicked off the new year at negative 20 degrees. I could damn near hear all the Californians regretting, absolutely regretting their decision on moving here. The only thing that keeps me warm in, the, in this kind of cold are the moans and groans of Californians who thought they were escaping their dictatorship for a better life and didn't realize... They came to the frozen tundra. Negative 20. And even for me, that's cold. That's what we call fuck this cold. You know what I'm saying? I have a fine line that I draw at what's acceptable cold, like livable, not obnoxious cold, not like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's bearable. And that line is zero degrees. I know that seems crazy, but if it's over zero degrees, I'm fine. And you know what? I'm good under zero degrees, but I'm going to be complaining because it's not comfortable. It's definitely not comfortable. And I'll tell you what. I was out walking around on New Year's. I didn't give a fuck. I can handle that shit. All the Californians, all the, all the people, all the Southerners, all the people who who uh, aren't used to this kind of weather, they might come at me. They might say, hey, we're living through it. We're, we're, we're handling this. No problem. Bullshit. They might have sat through it. They might have with, withstood the, the negative degrees. Guarantee to you, they did it on their couch. They weren't walking around downtown Billings, living up the new year, Getting frostbite on the tip of their nose and the tips of their dicks. But your boy was. He was out there braving the elements. Here to bring in the new year. But all them, guarantee you, they were sitting at home. Wouldn't even, they barely know how to drive in this shit. Fucking pussies. Go on back to your nice warm homes or your nice warm fucking beaches. Because it ain't, it doesn't get better than this. I'll tell you that. Just wait till it dumps five inches on you. We've experienced the heavy cold. You have not experienced the heavy snow yet. And in the summer, it gets 110 with fires. So, we got, we got maybe, I think we get maybe four collective months of reasonable weather. Springs about two months, falls about two months, and then it's just cold or hot. That's it. I remember when we actually used to have a spring and when we actually used to have a fall, but now it's just summer and winter, basically. Um, I apologize for, again, putting out the podcast late, but who fucking cares? It's my show. I put it out whenever I want. And I'm pretty damn good at getting it out on either Monday or Tuesday. And I'll tell you what. The last few weekends have just been busy. And more than anything, it's just because I 
I li- I've been enjoying my weekends, you know? Like, it, it takes a lot for me just to, like, set out all this time. on my- Just the time to record and edit and do all that. I do prefer doing it a few days ahead of time and not having to rush it. But what the fuck ever, dude? It's, it's, you know, nobody fucking watches my solo episodes anyway, so I'm doing this for me. This one's for me, right? Because New Year, New Me. And we're living it up for this guy right here. That's who I, this is the guy I'm living for right now. Me. Um, yeah, f- uh, so... Really, the reason that it I wasn't able to get the podcast, I easily could have done the podcast on Saturday, but go fucking figure, I got my last hurrah in on New Year's, so I was fucking dead tired all day, just a lazy piece of shit, barely got anything done, um, and so, and, and that was my last hurrah, because you know what, it's, it's officially dry January. You know I did the Sober October once upon a time. I fucked it up this year. I think I had already mentioned I was planning on doing January this year. And we're and we're sticking to it. We're rocking the LaCroix today. We uh I, I have my last two raw on New Year's Eve. I didn't even drink that much, honestly. Like I just was out late, so I was tired the next day, and I just didn't feel like doing much. I spent the first day of the new year basically in bed all day. And it's like that—that's part of it, okay? That's—that's that's part of the reason why I wanted to do dry January. Why I want, wanted to take a break because I'm for one, if I want to get in shape or get back into a healthy regimen, it's nice to get a cleanse on the alcohol. Alcohol does not help, especially beer. It's not going to help anything. So if I can take a month clean. I think it'll just reset my system a little bit. I'll feel a little bit better. Um, that's part one. Part two, I don't got to wake up feeling like a like a piece of shit on Mondays and Sundays anymore. Or Mondays. Did I say Monday? Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Any one of those days. Any day. Any day that I drink the night before. I don't got to wake up feeling like dog shit. So that's kind of nice. It'll be nice to have a little break from that. And thirdly, I'm going to save a little money. Because I'm not going to be going out as much. And if I do, it's I'm only going to be getting food or, or like, some kind of just water, basically. Or I'll get a sparkling water. So I'm not, I'm not paying all the extra in booze, especially with, like, shots and things like that. So it'll be nice on the wallet. Recover a little bit from Christmas. It works out. So there's multiple reasons as to why... The dry January. Another thing too, and this is actually the main thing. So all those things that I just said, very much uh, in play and very much good reasons to do it. But honest to God, the main, the single main reason I want to do it is the same reason I did Sober October uh, two years ago. Because I just want to prove that I can do it. It's like, it's like a, a a test of will would be a good way to put it. It's a it's a good test of will. You know, it's it's something that I'm saying I'm gonna do, and I want to stick to it, and I plan to stick to it, and that's just it. You know, I'm gonna be put in situations where I could probably have a drink, like today. Fucking first day of work of the new year, and it was a goddamn shit show. Would I love to have a a cold, frothy beverage after a day like that? Absolutely. But here we are drinking the LaCroix. The cure for all that, I'll tell you what. Right now, music. I love music, dude. I realized that today. I was in a sour-ass mood, flipped on some music, all good, all better. If you're sad, music's the cure. If you're mad, music's the cure. If you're happy, I mean, you don't really need to be cured, so. But music's still good during the happy times. There's no mood you can be in where music cannot bring you back. Where music cannot fix how you feel. So, we're, music's going to be the cure for all that. We don't need alcohol to do that. And then, but yeah, so, 
I'm going to be out watching football games. I'm going to want some drinks. But you know what? That's the test, man. You got to be put in you got to be put in situations like that. And it's like I'm only really a social drinker like even on Sunday, I didn't drink that much. I or I didn't drink anything, you know? I I sat at the bar and for for half the day and I didn't have anything. I I had water and and food. And people were wanting to drink with me and I said, "No, that's I'm I'm sticking by it. I'm not doing it." And that's fine. The Super Bowl comes in February, I can drink then. You know, there's really nothing in January, honestly, that's that I need to drink for. I'm looking to get in shape, looking to get back in 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 good health because health is wealth, baby. Get it's going to get me mentally straight not doing the alcohol. It's going to get me physically straight. Health is wealth. I'm telling you that right now. Get in shape, work out. If you can stand on your feet, if you can walk around, you can work out. Get yourself into better shape. Get your mind right. Meditate. Get to church. Do whatever you got to do. But get that mind right. Whatever you got to do to to cleanse your mind. Therapy. Like I said, meditation. Whatever it might be. Because I plan on doing all that. This is partially my therapy. This, you know, people talk about doing diaries or writing down your your goals, your dreams, writing down your thoughts, your opinions. This is that for me. Doing this right here. That's this is my my outlet. And uh, unfortunately, it's for your for your entertainment. So have fun with that. A uh, bit of sad news to start off the new year. Of course, 2021 could not end without taking a beautiful soul in Betty White. Everybody knows by now Betty White passed away. What a life she led, you know what I mean? Like, you can't really be sad about it. It's obviously, it, it was going to happen sometime. Of course, way to, I, what's what's worse? Uh, here's, here's my thought. What's worse? Her dying the very last day of 2021 or the first day of 22? I'd say ending off 21 that way would be better than starting 22 with her dying. So, it's basically the same thing, honestly, but... I mean, it sucks either way, and rest in peace to her. <clears throat> who who didn't love Betty White? Seriously, who who honestly didn't? John Madden passed away too. So John Madden passed away. Betty White passed away. Dan Reeves passed away. And then I just found out yesterday, Joe Gatto from the Impractical Jokers, he's leaving the show. So a lot of kind of shitty news to start off the new year but we keep on rolling baby yeah Joe Gatto my boy uh, getting a divorce and stepping away from Impractical Jokers so god damn it I mean that's one of my all time favorite shows and he's one of my all time favorite guys he kind of makes the show what it is so I don't know how they're going to proceed after that we might even see the end of the whole show who knows but yeah, so got got the whole year started off real nice with all that. Uh, let's see, football. A lot of crazy shit happened in football this week. First, okay, well, and that's another thing. Here's another sad note. Football season's coming to an end. I mean, the regular season at least. And so we'll have playoff football, which is always fun. But my Broncos won't be there. They shit the bed one too many times, and I'll tell you right now, change is a coming to that organization. And if it's not, I might fucking boycott the whole next season. I'm I'm dead serious. If Pat Shermer is the OC of the Denver Broncos next year, I am going to lose it. If we are not aggressive and we don't go get a star-quality quarterback, Trade whatever you got to trade. Pay whatever you got to pay. We are wasting valuable talent on this team. With And all it takes, all we're missing is a key ingredient, that being a quarterback. I mean, it would definitely help if we had somebody who could call plays on the offense. So let's fix that too. But if we had a competent quarterback, he would just be able to call the play at the line. Switch the play at the line. The name's... 
that are being milled around, and I think I've talked about this before, but I'm going to say it again. Aaron Rodgers, I don't think it's likely. I think it's more likely Aaron stays in Green Bay. Second name, uh, Russell Wilson. Again, don't think it's going to happen. Pretty sure he's just going to stay in Seattle, and they're going to have to figure out their own shit. But the name that I have been saying way before so many other people have started saying it is Matt Ryan from the Atlanta Falcons. I truly believe the Denver Broncos are going to make a move to trade for Matt Ryan. He's 37 years old. He's already on his pretty much on his way out. I think he still has the talent, though, with a team around him. We, we have a team. We don't have a QB. They don't have a team, but they have a QB. They're ready for a rebuild. Might as well get something for him. We need a QB. It's a perfect marriage between both. Matt Ryan wins. Broncos win. Falcons win. I mean, it, it only makes sense completely. So that's that's what my opinion is. I think we go get Matt Ryan. Get fucking Shermer out. I don't even care if Fangio goes, dude. Get him the fuck out too. Let's get a young, offensive-minded head coach. That's, that's the success stories. So enough about my fucking Broncos. They already blew it. They blew it two weeks ago when they lost to the Bengals. Then they lost to the Raiders. And everyone was like... I follow all the Bronco you know, fan pages. And they were all like... Statistically, there's still a chance that the Broncos could win. And I said... Shut up. Hey, dude. Shut up. We gotta play the Chiefs next week. We have we had to play the Chargers this week, which we fucking lost. Surprise, surprise. Don't give me your statistically we could fucking w- get the fuck out of here. We blew it when we barely lost to the Bengals, who, by the way, beat the Chiefs yesterday. Hell yeah. Go Joe Burrow. Fuck Kansas City. Go Joe. Mm. And Lamar, or Jamar Chase crushed it for me in fantasy. I'm probably going to get third place in fantasy this year. Get my money back. That's That'll be nice. Um, Antonio Brown, did you see that? He fucking just quit halfway through the game. Now, as far as what I can tell, there, you know, obviously he had disputes with the coaches and stuff like that. And it's not really normal for a guy just to, like, peace out halfway through the game. It's been very obvious for a long time that Antonio Brown needs to get some dramatic help. He's clearly dealing with some some issues mentally. 100% brought on by the game of football. Like, he clearly is suffering from some sort of CTE. And so, hope for the best for that guy. Somebody needs to look out for him. Get him some help. Um, that was a bizarre thing. But we're used to bizarre things from him. So, and that's very clear because he needs help. Um, yeah, but what else happened in in football? Everyone's pretty much uh, the Chiefs losing makes the Titans the number 1 seed in the AFC. Pretty sure the Chargers, oh, it's going to come down to the Chargers and the Raiders at the end of the, this last week, I think. Pretty sure whoever wins that game will be in the playoffs and the other one won't be. Because then you got the Colts, who should be in. If eh? I don't know, man. I think the Colts would have to win because I think they're tied with the Raiders. So if the if the Colts lose, the Raiders are in. If the Colts lose and the Raiders lose, the Raiders are in. If and then so who's the other? Who's the other uh, wild card? Because the Chargers or the Raiders are definitely going to get in. One of those two is going to get in. And then who's the other wild card? Because you got the Colts in there. And then it would be. Fuck. Who, uh, the Patriots, right? Or no. Bills. It'd be the Bills. Because the Patriots should be the number one in that division, if I'm not mistaken. So Patriots, Bills, that's going to be the other one. One of those should be locked in already. And then it's going to come down between the Chargers, Raiders, Colts. And I don't know who the Colts are playing this next week. And then the NFC. Pretty sure I saw the Eagles clinched, which is crazy. Um, who all? Okay, so the NFC would be the in no particular order. I th- I'm pretty sure the 
the uh, Cal or the Packers are number one, right? Packers, Cowboys, um, Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks got to be leading their division. And dude, that Bucks defense sucks so bad. By the way, like they barely beat the Jets. God. And they're going to struggle, man. I mean, Tom Brady in the playoffs is always a different animal. But they're going to struggle in the playoffs, dude. Like, all their wide receivers. I think Godwin's out for the season. Now Brown's gone. Dude, I don't know how they're going to pull it off. Because their defense is absolutely trash. They're, they're not the defense that won the Super Bowl. I don't know what the fuck is going on there. Uh, Bucks in there. And then who's the... Which division am I missing? Oh, the... The Rams, right? It's the Rams is the other one. So, 49ers have to be... Uh, oh, no, it's it's the Rams and the Cardinals. So, the Rams and the Cardinals will both get in. 49ers might be bidding to get in. I can't. I don't know what their record is. Uh, Eagles are apparently in. So, is the NFC decided? Is the whole NFC, like, playoff bracket already decided? 49ers, Cardinals... Rams uh, and uh, somebody and the Eagles. So one of the three NFC South teams is leading the division. I don't know which one. Probably the Rams. And then the other ones would be in, right? Unless I'm... Unless the 49ers are like competing with somebody else, which I wouldn't even know who it would be. Whatever. Um, Yeah, that should be interesting. I don't really care because the Broncos aren't in. I'll still watch though. I still love I still love watching football. And if I'm okay, let me give you my early predictions. I'm just gonna give you the final four in each. Who I think the final four are gonna come down to. And I if you don't if you recall, I accurately, accurately predicted I think the final four Oh, I, I predicted the final four total. For the NFC AFC. I'm not going to predict that now. I'm going to predict the final four in the AFC. And the final four in the NFC. So here's who I think. The final four in the AFC. It's going to come down to the Titans. The Chiefs. The Bills. God the way the Bengals are playing right now. It easily could be them. Who are the wild? Oh man, the Chargers. I don't think the Chargers get it done. Colts could be in there too, man. The Colts very easily could be. Ugh. The way the Bengals are playing right now, I can't. I gotta say the Bengals. It's gonna be those four. All the wild card teams are gonna lose. I mean, it could be the Colts. The Colts could easily get in there, but I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll do predictions of all the games because we gotta know who's playing who. That's going to be a big a big decider. Those are my four off the top of my head right now. The four in the NFC, I'd have to say it's going to be the Rams probably. Yeah, Rams, Cowboys, Packers. Who, who is the other winner of the division? Who, who am I missing? Oh, fuck. I forgot about the Patriots, too. Damn, dude. The AFC is going to be tough. Patriots could easily get there, too, man. Whew. That's going to be tough. I don't know. What to, I, don't, I don't know, man. I'll have to wait until I actually see the... God, the Patriots could easily be there. Because their defense is killer. Um... Who am I missing on the oh the Bucks? The Bucks aren't gonna get there. I'm telling you right now, the Bucks will not get there. Their defense is so sloppy. The Bucks aren't gonna be in the final four. It's gonna be who did I say? Um, it's gonna be the Cowboys, Packers, Rams, and I maybe the Car yeah Cardinals. I guess I would put the Cardinals over the Bucks. Right now, even though the Cardinals are not playing that great, like they've they've been slumping a lot lately, but they might catch a wind or something like that. So those would be my four in the finals. It just depends on who's playing who, because like I said, I gotta look at that. But those would be my predictions. 
Well, that's my football talk for the day. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, let's see. Oh, I finally finished watching Hawkeye. I was way behind on that. But uh, it was good. I mean, it was whatever. I didn't hate it. It was um, it was about as good as like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Definitely not as good as WandaVision or Loki for sure. But it was good. Can I just say this though? I, this this has been driving me absolutely nuts. Um, that the actress who plays who plays uh the girl archer who is um what's her name Haley Steinfeld who plays her mom. Her name is Vera Farmiga Fer- Fermiga. Vera Farmiga, same gal who's in the Conjuring movies. She was in the Jurassic or not the uh, the Godzilla, Godzilla two, King of the Monsters. Um, but yeah, she's in the Conjuring movies, and she's the mom in Hawkeye. Well, oh yeah, she's in The Departed too, my all time favorite movie. She's in Many Saints too. Okay, I will say this: she did really good in Many Saints. She really did. She did very good in Many Saints as play, as portraying uh, Tony Soprano's mom. But other than that one performance so far that I've seen, she drives me goddamn nuts. There's something about her, her face, something that I just cannot fucking stand she has the exact same expression on her face at all times she's always the same character she has this like this like worried look on her face all the time where she's like like she looks like she's about to cry she's always got her lip sticking out it's always this ah dude it drives me absolutely fucking bonkers i do not like that actress i i i never have like I said, she had the one good performance in Many Saints, and that was it. But yeah, Hawkeye was good, though. I mean, it was whatever. Oh, you know what else I didn't realize? Fucking the gal who plays... Um, well, of course, I can't remember her name. Uh, Black Widow's sister. In, she's in Black Widow, and she's in Hawkeye. She is... Uh, Yelena. Yelena is the character's name. Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh plays Yelena, and that's Zach Braff's, like, fiance or wife. It's his girlfriend, wife, fiance, whatever, his significant other. Zach Braff is JD from Scrubs. And I knew her. Like, I knew who she was, but I didn't realize that was the same gal. She, by the way, is so gorgeous oh my god like okay i used to listen to the the fake doctors real friends podcast that's the scrubs podcast i finally kind of got tired of it bored of it but it's a good podcast from you know i just it got kind of stale for me but what they do is they they rehash uh talking about scrubs the old episodes and stuff and for a long time obviously they were doing it actually the whole time they were doing it via Skype or Zoom or whatever. And so she... I never watched the podcast. I should say this. I've never watched it. I just listened to the audio. So she would come on sometimes. And she would... You you know, you could hear her talking to the camera or talking about whatever. And I knew who she was. Florence Pugh. I did not realize it was... that, That was her. She is a fucking dime piece. And she does a great Russian accent. She's she's British. She sounds nothing like she does. She is such a good actress in that too. She plays that role so good. Didn't even realize that till till I finished watching Hawkeye. Um, also, last night rewatched the Amazing Spider-Man. I had not seen. I think I had only seen both the Amazing Spider-Man movies once each. So this is the first time I actually went back and watched The Amazing Spider-Man. Because I've seen the original Spider-Man trilogy several times. I've seen all the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies several times. 
but I had not really given the 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 due diligence of the Amazing Spider-Man movies because I all I remember is I was very underwhelmed the first time I saw them, and I will here's what I'll say. Okay, so spoiler alert in three, two, one. If you're not ready for it. If you don't know by now, Spider-Man No Way Home, all the Spider-Men are in it, okay? You should know by now, it's been out for about a month. All three, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, they're all featured in the new Spider-Man No Way Home. I, if, if you haven't had that spoiled for you by now, you must live under a fucking rock. Call you Patrick Starr. They, um... They're all... in it. So I was like, looking back at the... There's always the debate is who's the best Spider-Man. Everyone apparently thinks Tobey Maguire is. I disagree. I've been very forward about the fact that I think Tom Holland is absolutely, unequivocally, the single best Spider-Man in every facet. Let's break it down. First of all, the, the original trilogy. Classic. I mean, it's, it's basically the movie that... That and X-Men were the two movies that pretty much brought in the the wave of of comic book movies they showed that comic book movies could be done correctly so i will give it its due diligence on that i will say the original spider-man trilogy aces that i i think they did really good at casting as far as green goblin I still think Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin is one of the all-time greatest like villains in all of comic book movies. Doc Ock was casted well. Then you get, you know, even the Sandman was casted really well. Obviously, Topher Grace as Venom. We won't even discuss it because it's an absolute atrocity. But and, and obviously that that third movie really just absolutely fucks the whole movie up. Here's what I'll say about that first trilogy. Other than the third movie. Forget that. I thought the storyline and the way that the progression, the way they built him up, the way they like did all that was awesome. They did very good at that. They were great with like, you know, the whole relationship between him and MJ, the whole, um, just, just his, his whole story arc with uncle Ben, with getting bit with, with coming into his own as the Spider-Man. The whole thing was done very, very well. The villain choice. It was all... You, you, you couldn't ask for more. Tobey Maguire <clears throat> as Spider-Man. I don't like it. And everybody probably hates me for that. I think he's my least favorite. Honestly, as, as a single Spider-Man character. Probably my least favorite. I, I think Andrew Garfield is a great Spider-Man. Not as good as Tom Holland. But there's something about Tommy Maguire's acting that is just weird to me. His choices for that character and the worst performance he ever has given as Spider-Man probably comes in No Way Home. He is so emotionless and so like just there. He's kind of just there. I, like anybody could have played that that role. He, there's no emotion. He's just so like stale faced. Pretty much the whole time, he's giving like a heartfelt talk with the other Spider Man, and it's like he's just reading the script. And he has some moments, but he then he overacts. The the times he, like there's a few. Obviously, he has his moments where they they're good, but there's so many times he overacts like. Like him crying. I mean, you've seen all the memes. Him crying when Uncle Ben dies. Him like holding the train in Spider-Man 2. It's just so overdone. He's either he's either underperforming or overperforming. There's a very fine line when he's not. I mean, I thought that the the Spider-Man action sequences in the first movie were great. I thought the suit was great. They did a very good job of bringing him to life. Tobey Maguire's acting sucks and that's what i'll say about that also how about the fact that he's supposed to be playing a high school kid and then eventually a college kid but he looks 35 because i'm pretty sure he was when he made those movies he was like he was definitely late 20s he was not a kid 
Oh, and he didn't even look like a kid. Now, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man. I watched the first one last night. I, I, I got to go back and watch the second one as well. Here's what I'll say. I thought, and, and I figured out why I just it didn't click with me and why I, I, was, I didn't love it. And I still don't really love those movies. Okay? I, I think the Amazing Spider-Man movies themselves are the worst. When it, when it comes to the, the franchise, when it comes to like the, the body of work, it's, it's the worst because we're, we're, we're going to give even, even honestly, even with now, if they brought it back, it could redeem itself. If they brought back the trilogy, which there's talks that they, there, there's not talks that there's going to be a third one, but there's high demand that they make a third one with Andrew Garfield, probably featuring Tom, Tom Hardy as well as Venom. So they, he, he could redeem the trilogy. And if they did a trilogy, because there's no surpassing the Tom Holland trilogy. There's absolutely no surpassing it. Um, obviously, the third one in the first trilogy just completely destroys that, that movie. But if we're going side by side, the first two movies of the first trilogy and then the two Amazing Spider-Man movies, there's not... It's night and day, dude. The way that they progress the movie in the first one and, and then... Or in the first uh, trilogy... And then with uh, the Amazing Spider-Man tri- uh, two movies, it's just it's not as good. I, I personally think the action sequences in in uh, Spider-Man Amazing Sp- in Andrew Garfield Spider-Man are way better than than uh, Tobey Maguire's. Not to say that Tobey Maguire's are bad. I just think they do a lot of really cool shots and a lot of cool action sequences. It with uh, Andrew Garfield. I, I like Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker and Spider-Man way more. But the storyline, the way they run the story is pretty much... They're trying so hard to just be that first trilogy again. The origin stories, I mean, it's it's a little better. And they do the web cartridge thing, which is different. But honestly, the whole way Uncle Ben dies, the whole... Uh, his character development, it's all the same. They're trying so hard for it to be the same. And they even, like, repeat a lot of shit. And that really just... They didn't try and be original with it, honestly. So, I didn't love that. I think Andrew Garfield is... You know what? Here's the thing. With all the Spider-Men, they're so overly emotional. And, like, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man basically looks like he's sad all the time. He's always crying. He's always, like, like overly emotional. And he, he, he acts well. He does the acting parts well. But there's no, like, lightheartedness, really. There's no, like, free spirit of Spider-Man. There's no, like, I don't know. E- at least even Tobey Maguire kind of did that well. But that's where Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. He's he's good at being sarcastic. He's good at making you laugh. He's good at 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 feeling like he's he definitely fits the age, the look of the age, well. Um, I think he he does well of making you believe that he's smart, that he's nerdy, but also and and that he's like a social um, outcast in a way, or he's like socially awkward. But also like funny and lighthearted and not always overly emotional. He has his emotional moments and he fucking sells it. He nails it. Now here's the thing. They don't do the origin story with, with Tom Holland and Spider-Man because we already know it. They already did it so many times. But it, he's the most believable in the fact that he had Tony Stark help him to make his suit, to do all this. The fact that Tobey Maguire... And Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man in high school, like, stitched together their immaculate uh, uniforms. And, like, were able to develop the... I mean, the, the web cartridge thing, that makes sense because they're smart. I'm not buying the fact that they tailor-made those goddamn suits perfectly. You know, they might be smart, but they're not fucking Betsy Ross, okay? They're not, they're not sewing together a, 
a beautiful suit. The fact that Tony Stark made the suits for for Tom Holland made so much sense. And the fact that he had like he just got introduced to that world. Ah, oh, dude, it it's too good. Too good. And the fact that I mean, how are you how are you going to say Tom Holland's trilogy is not the best when it includes the single best movie in every Spider-Man movie? And people are going to say, you know, Into the Spider-Verse. No, 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 no. We're not talking about that. We're talking about live-action Spider-Man movies. Tom Holland's is the best. The th- no Way Home is the single best Spider-Man movie there is. Okay? And you're going to say, oh, well, it's because Tom Holland... Or, uh, it's because Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in it. That's why it's the best. Absolutely fucking not. The reason it's the best is because Kevin Feige... And the rest of Marvel, the rest of Marvel Studios, knows how to make a fucking movie. If Sony would have had their hands on that movie, if they were the ones in charge of directing and and uh, storyline and all that shit, it would have not been as good. I promise you. Absolutely promise you. The action sequences, amazing. The storyline, believable. They, they just nail it. They always nail it. And yeah, having those two guys in the movie obviously made it that much better. Having all the other characters from the past movies, yes, it did make it better. But if it wasn't for the direction, the story, the story line, the writing, the dialogue, it's not a good movie. You could put all those guys in the movie, and it's it's not going to be a great movie if, if everything else sucks. So, yeah. They're not the reason. It's 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 Marvel Studios. That's the reason. So yeah, there's my thoughts on the Spider Mans and what I think of those. Uh, all of them. To- Tom Holland hits every single mark. All those movies hit the mark. And and not one of those movies is bad. I mean, Far From Home, n- not bad at all. Got Mysterio in it. One of the one of the coolest villains in all of Spider Man. And then or no, that's Far From Home. Did I say that? Far From Home? Yeah, Far From Home has... And then Homecoming. Still a great movie. They they had Michael Keaton as the fucking Vulture. That's badass. Who, the Vulture is a, a, a shit character. And, and Michael Keaton crushed it. Crazy. Ah. Want to hear something super fucked up? Since we're speaking about, since we're talking about super villains, the ultimate, like the world's real life super villain, Mr. Mark fucking Zuckerberg, you're never going to believe this. Last week, my episode, if you listened to it, which you should have, but you probably didn't, I ended it off with that, that, uh, collection of all the, positive messages from all the guests over the year, over this past year. It was amazing. I thought it sounded great. I thought it was well put together. I I clipped that part separate as its own, like, it was like a nine-minute clip. And I posted that to Facebook, tagged all the people that were in it. So I literally was just tagging the people who were featured in the fucking video and I guess apparently due to that, they fucking flagged my video. They censored, they, they took down my fucking, that video. Because they were saying that I was like, I was uh, trying to sell something or I was trying to, prom- no, no, no. I mean, yeah, I, I did link my podcast. The podcast that all those people have been involved with. I wasn't trying anything fancy. I wasn't trying to do anything. You know, I just wanted to, I just wanted all those people who had who were featured in the video to know that they were in the video. But that's not what I think's going on. I think they're making up bullshit. I think Mark Zuckerberg and the people at Facebook don't want positive vibes being sent out there. I mean, we already know that they're a breeding ground for negativity and hate and hate and uh and just bad vibes. 
So anything positive you want to put on there? I'm trying to do the world a service. I'm trying to do something nice. I'm trying to put out positive vibes into the world. Let people hear all the nice things that people have said over this past year. And you want to fucking flag me? Because I'm trying to do a good thing. And yet you're not going to flag all the negative bullshit that gets spread out there. Go fuck yourself, dude. How many times do I got to say fuck you to Facebook and fuck you to Mark Zuckerberg, who, in my opinion, is the devil? That's bullshit. So I just wanted to let you guys know that that happened. They flagged my shit. Positive vibes. There was nothing bad said in that. There was literally nothing that that video said that was at all hateful or negative or anything. Give me an... I, I disputed that shit too, by the way. Fuck those guys. Tell me I'm doing something wrong. Everybody I tagged was in that video. And I didn't even tag everybody because not all of them have Facebooks. Lucky bastards. Oh, God. Speaking of positivity, though. We got to spread that positive word. Um, I want to say this. So, I mentioned that... Um, we're in the new year, of course. I've already I've already talked about goals, setting goals, things like that. Um, here's what I'll tell you this week. We live on this planet. We are alive. We are real. That in itself is an absolute miracle think about everything it took for us to be here literally it's in, it, it truly is insane when you when you break it down the fact that this planet is the only one that we know of that hosts life the fact that everything that that is in place for us to be here our distance from the sun the amount of water the amount of oxygen the fact that we have an atmosphere everything that is in place of this planet has to be exactly the way it is in order to sustain life. Not only that, life bred on this planet. It evolved. It became sentient. And here we are. That is no accident. If you think you're here by accident, you are absolutely wrong. The universe does not make mistakes. And I know it's easy to say that sometimes when, you know, bad things happen. But bad things happen for a reason too. Because nothing, I mean, think about, there's so many bad things that have happened in my life. But guess what? Those things led me here. Led me to where I am today. Made me the person I am today. Allowed me to meet the people that I know To become the person that I am. There are no mistakes. We are here for a purpose. Think about about just the time you live in. Like, you know, you think it was an accident you were born in the time that you are and and surrounded by the people. I mean, think about it. I, I am meant to know the people I know. I am meant to be where I am. I am meant to do the things that I do. I feel it wholeheartedly. Everything I've done in my life, I, I have been made to do those things. Sometimes you got to find that, though. You know, sometimes it's not as easy to or clear as to what your, your purpose is. Actually, I take that back. I think your purpose is clear. I think you, every single person out there, knows truly deep down in their heart what they are meant to do, who they are meant to be. But it's your job to, to do those things. You know you know your calling. You know what you're good at. You know what you enjoy. What, what you feel your purpose is. But it's up to you. To do. To, to pull the trigger on it. It's up to you to, to make that happen. Only you have the ability to do that. Because you are still endowed with the gift of free will. And only you are possible, only you are capable of making those things come true. 
I've done it. Music. The podcast. I've, I, I truly have always thought that, that I was meant to, to be a motivational speaker in some facet. At you know certain points in my life, I thought I would be doing that in front of school gymnasiums. Instead, I'm doing it right here for the world. Anybody can see this, and I'm here doing it. You know, I'm here. I'm here entertaining. I'm here trying to motivate, and I feel like that's part of my calling. Music is another part of that calling. Um, and you just got to do it. You just got to go out and do it. That's that's as plain and simple as that. And I think everybody knows their purpose. And you have a purpose. You were gifted with purpose. The fact that we are all here, both not by mistake, but by absolute miracle, should be alone enough to convince you to be, to be a good person. Life's too short to be a bad person, to be hateful, to be greedy, to be a liar, to be a thief. Life's too short for that, man. You only get one of those. You only get one. Think about how many people absolutely wasted their lives being pieces of shit, stealing. Fucking lying, cheating, just making people feel bad, you know, being violent, both verbally, emotionally, physically. I mean, what a waste. Why, why would you want to, why, why is that the, the choice you have? You only get to do this one time, dude. Why not spend it being helpful, being kind, being loving? I mean, those are the people people want, you know, why be a desire why 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 not be a desirable person? Why why would you want to be undesirable? It makes no sense. You only get to do this once. Be a desirable person. And um Another thing I want to say too is like I was thinking about this today. You know, I'm 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 pushing for this, you know, revamp of life. As as I've talked about, you know, I I've really I truly mean it. Like I I I think we all throughout our life go through a met Several metamorphosis, metamorphosis. Um, every three to five years, I think every three to five years we go through a metamorphosis, and I remember exactly when my last one was. You know, it, some people call this a midlife crisis. Some people might call this. Uh, identity crisis I call it metamorphosis we are evolving we are changing as people as individuals our thoughts our opinions our goals our outlooks on life it changes over time sometimes you question yourself sometimes you question the world sometimes you question you know, your purpose, as we just talked about. I remember my last one. It was it was a little over three years ago. I I I was an absolutely different and that's just it. If you think like if you just stop and think about it, do you truly think that you are the same person you were five years ago? I really doubt it. You have learned new things, you have become a new person. And sometimes it's obvious and sometimes it's not, but I think every three to five years we go through transition and we change and I'm, I'm reaching that point now. I feel it. I feel myself changing my thinking, 
my spiritual energy. Um, there's a change happening. I feel it. Because I was a totally different person five years ago. And then I had my, you know, switch and I became a totally different person. And now that change is happening again. And I am starting to feel myself turn. For me, it's metamorphin time. I'm, to I'm Tommy Olivering this shit. It's metamorphous time. I'm going from green... I was Green Ranger, and then I was Red Ranger. Now I'm done. I'm tired of being... I'm not the Red Ranger anymore. Your boy wants to be the White Ranger. I'm Tommy Olivering it. It's metamorphin time. Go, go, metamorpher. No, that's not right. <laughs> what would it be? It's, it's metamorphin time. The metamorphin Power Rangers. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, it, that's just it. It's like, I was truly not, not just, not just, I was not happy with the person I was. You know, I'm not, I haven't been happy with the person I've become over the last three years. That being my outlooks, my thoughts, my opinions, my spiritual energy, all this. There's so many things. Physically, mentally, emotionally. The person that I've become. And I've talked about this a lot on this show, actually. But that change is happening. The change is coming. I feel it. And whether or not it's it's going to happen by choice or not, it's happening. Like, I'm going to make it happen. Because I'm done with that person. I'm done. And, and I think that's it. That's, that's a part of it, too. I think two, it's, it's twofold. You have to be... You have to actually do something to make that change. But also, there's a part of you that is just ready to change. You know, it, it's it's both inside, it's interior and exterior. You have to want to make that change, but also sometimes that change is just going to happen. Sometimes it's just part of who who you are. You're just you're just changing. And so that's what I I feel it. You know, it, it's it's coming on. So thank God because I have not been extremely happy with with who I've been at least this last year for sure. But probably longer than that. Um, I thought the change I made was good before. I thought I thought when I when I went through my my latest change, I thought it was a good change. And it turns out it completely was not. It took me away from the person I am. I completely let go of, of who I was, my core values, my core beliefs, my identity. And it's time I get that back. It's time I become who I am. And and maybe a new me. New year, new me. We started saying that, and I goddamn, I'm telling you right now, it's the truth. This year, you're going to see a whole different Dakota. And I hope that you all, if you all are feeling that as well, if you all feel unhappy with yourselves, I hope you go through that change. I hope you go through that metamorphosis. And uh, I hope you come out a better person. Because sometimes you don't, you know. I thought I did. I thought I was coming out a better person. And it turns out I came out a completely different person than I, than I was expecting. And that time is done. We usher in a new era and I'm so stoked. Can't wait. That'll do it this week. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you uh, had a great New Year's. And I hope you have an amazing New Year to come. Really hoping to get some guests coming on. I think it's going to happen. But if not, fuck it. I'm going to keep doing these solo episodes. Because this is what I like to do. 
I just like talking. I like getting my thoughts out there, and I hope you enjoy listening to them. For all that, thank you again. I appreciate you. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. But most importantly, always remember, life's a garden. Dig it.